0: Most people go, I'm going to get into real estate, and they don't have a plan. It's just like, I'm going to get rich because everybody else does. You know, it's like it was like crypto. I'm going to do crypto. It's like, okay, what's your plan? What's your strategy? What do you know? What don't you know? And the problem is that path of least resistance businesses attract everybody. All right, guys, thanks for jumping on the podcast, Punch Me in the Face. And, and today, I'd like to punch you in the face or get punched in the face or talk about you know this whole this whole Airbnb thing, right? Like people ask me all the time, or I look, you know, you know, and, and I go, "What are you doing?" And, and here's the problem with real estate. I did real estate ten years. is an amazing industry, I made I made a lot of money. Did really well. I did everything from land development, specking out new houses, flipping them, building subdivisions, putting in public like roads that were you know five thousand feet off of these public highways done the infrastructure. I had hundreds of multifamily apartment units. I, I, I've sold commercial. I've sold residential. I bought both. I've owned both. I, I, if it's in real estate, I've done it for the most part. Um, the, the problem with real estate when I was in it is everybody that had an idea to be entrepreneurial was like, I'll just do real estate. And and I always would say, like, why? What's your plan? Like, give me your give me your plan. And they typically didn't have they just, I'm going to get I'm getting real estate. And I was like, my plan is very specific. I'm going to get a real estate license make sales. Then I'm like, then I'm going to buy houses. I'm going to start by flipping them because, like, there's not much risk there. I wasn't buying million-dollar homes. And then I was like, I'm going to start by buying individual lots and specking out new houses. I did that. Then I was like, I'm going to go to subdivisions. And, and actually buy big prop parcels, develop land, cut it up, get the engineers, dig the test holes when there's septic and sewers, walk through that, go into town, deal with wetlands, take a 75-acre piece that's one lot, turn it into 15 approved building lots. Then I'm going to build the houses out and sell them as packages or sell a lot so they could use their own builder, ran the numbers, the whole deal. So I, I had that plan. Then I was like, I want to get paid every level. So I was the real estate agent. When I bought the land, I got paid. When I built it, I was the GC. I got paid along the way there. Sold the house, got paid as a general contract, then as the agent as well. Then it depends on where they were. If they wanted somebody to manage the house, I had a management company, I would do that as well. Um, sweat equity, I did a lot of the work on my own. The first lots I bought, I cleared by myself, you know, got chainsaws, got a chipper, rented whatever I had to rent. My my labor would take two days, three days, four, whatever it took us to clear lots. I had a plan. Most people go, I'm going to get into real estate, and they don't have a plan. It's just like, I'm going to get rich because everybody else does. You know, it's like, it was like crypto. I'm going to do a crypto. It's like, okay, what's your plan? What's your strategy? What do you know? What don't you know? And the problem is that path of least resistance businesses attract everybody. So Airbnb, i a guy asked me the other day, he said, I'm going to buy, I'm going to do some Airbnbs in Orlando, Florida. And I go, Okay, what led you there? And then he said, well, you know, Orlando. And I was like, I live in Florida, bro. I know where Orlando is. What led you to Orlando? Everything, Disney, this, that, blah, 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 blah. I said, all right, dude, go on to the app and look for Airbnbs in Orlando. Nice ones. And see what they charge per night. Then look at what you have to pay to buy the house and to carry it. And if it's cash, look what you're actually making a month on your money. And if you're financing it, see what the nut is to carry it every month. Look at your insurance. Look at your taxes. Look at all your incidentals and see what Airbnb keeps based on what the market says. That's the market right there. Like what blows me away is people kept buying houses in Orlando to Airbnb. Go on there. Dude, you can stay in like the baddest ass six, seven bedroom house for nothing because there's so freaking many of them and people go running into business without a concept of supply and demand. When I went to buy apartment buildings, I ran ads before I bought them based on apartment, one bedroom, two bedroom, three bedroom. I want to see what the response rate for me was. This was in 19... 97 i didn't have what you have in 2023 you actually have no excuse to be ignorant but the problem is it sounds cute so it's like that's what i do i'm in the airbnb business okay in what capacity well i, I bought a house and i airbnb it out now there are great markets where there's supply and demand look at other places you'll find it's difficult look in atlanta and go, how many miles from the city? What's available? Look at that supply and demand relative to Orlando or some of his other places. And sometimes you have to acknowledge you missed the wave. Or sometimes you have to think, what if the wave comes after me? Meaning, if you can rent them for 500 bucks a night, because there's not many, but then everybody decides to do them there, or, or there's subdivisions built that are kind of geared towards that, where no people will buy them because they're going to Airbnb them. And then all of a sudden you go from 500 to 200 a night. I didn't see that coming because you didn't look. See, the thing that puts most people out of business is this excitement and lack of a business plan and lack of due diligence. And then you tend to listen to people. By the way, if you call on a house and you ask the realtor if it's a good Airbnb option, They're probably going to, please don't get offended. If you do in advance, that's on you. Most, not all, most agents don't know because they just sell houses here and there. And there's some that don't care. They're like, yeah, I mean, like, of course, it's like a good area and Disney and all this other stuff and the weather and not far from the airport until you're like, oh, shit, there's too many. And when there's too many, what's your vacancy rate? What is the vacancy rate in the area? Dude, go on and look. It will tell you. Go on and try to get them for tomorrow night and see how many are available. I had to, like, create the research to figure out what my vacancy rate was. You don't have to. But I. I, I it's scary how simple things are, but how much trust people put in people that their their goals are not aligned to yours. They're not. They need to make a sale. They're going to tell you what you need to hear. They're not going to talk to you about what the rates are, the vacancy and all that kind. They're not. Listen, do I think it makes sense? Yeah. Listen, right. I still, people say to me, should I get in the rent, no, multifamily houses, apartments, single fa-? I didn't like single family, not enough money in it. One property, not unless I like, Bought it at nothing, put the money into it. But multifamily, I was a New England guy. That's what, if you go, if you've been up there, a lot of multifamily houses in the right area, what's the supply and the demand in that area? And I don't understand why everybody wants to shoot half court shots when you can go make layups. But it's it's the cute and sexy thing to do. And I'm almost like when people are like, well, you know, I'm, in, I, I'm into Airbnbs too. And I always go, cool, what are you making per week, per month, per year with that? Because the problem is people fall in love with entrepreneurship, not the result. And I call that fake entrepreneurship. You can't call yourself an entrepreneur if you ain't making money. You can't. You've been doing it a month. Okay. But if you've been at something a year or two, you can't make no damn money. You're just a bad businessman or businesswoman. You ain't no damn entrepreneur. That's the problem, though. We seek that out. We glorify it. I work for myself. Do you get paid? If you had a job. Were you had a boss, a W two job that didn't pay you? Would you brag about it? Would you go to it? Would you change jobs? But there are entrepreneurs in the Airbnb business who don't make shit, and they go, "What do you? What business? You in? I'm in the Airbnb business." Yep. Yeah. Leveraging. Where'd you get your money? Does it make sense for me to buy a four hundred thousand dollar house, six hundred thousand dollar house in Orlando, eight hundred thousand dollar house in Orlando with a vacancy rate? And you can do the research. It's not complicated. You can see how many are available and how many are rented. It shows you everything. There's like nothing to hide. Seems like the biggest place to find them. There's way really nowhere else to go. And I think what's crazy to me is how uneducated people are and how unwilling they are to look at the research and to do the research. You know, go look at the houses. Go online and look at them. Hell spend 400 bucks to stay in one in the neighborhood walk around look at the other houses ask people you stay here a lot see what's available what kind of resources are there how are you going to stand out can you stand out you can go to orlando and see hundreds and hundreds and hundreds in subdivisions that look like miniature playhouses big beautiful houses with tons of bedrooms with tons of kids with disney themes and all kinds of shit and crazy paintings on the wall, and they start, they still charge nothing because of supply and demand. You always have to think about, can somebody mess up what I'm doing? And what I mean by that is, if somebody comes in and says, hell, I either can make less, I'm just doing it for tax write-off, or I'm not a very good businessman or businesswoman, and all of a sudden enough people change the market by charging way too little, dude, the market is getting reset, so I just, and and again, for me, it's I meet so many people that are so excited to brag about what they do as an entrepreneur, they don't have any money. That's how you should be measuring how successful it is. Are you making money? Are you netting money? Are you keeping any money? Can you pay your bills? Can you support your family? My deal was pay me. I don't get excited about new ideas. I don't get excited because I went to a meeting and people talked about it. I don't get excited cuz five people get together and have a few drinks and talk about taking over the world, creating a new company, fucking pay me. And that's how you need to think if you want to be successful. Do your research. It's you it's there. Get your real estate license. If you're going to be doing this shit, get your real estate license. It's not that expensive. You get access to the MLS If you want to buy one, you're your own agent. Like that's the weirdest thing in the world. Like people that are in the real estate business buy now. And again, if you're making millions and millions of dollars, dude, I get it. I wouldn't go back and get my real estate license. I bought plenty of stuff since then. That's not, I I, I have other ways to make much more money than to make commission on the sale or purchase of a house. But when you're starting out, why would you not have your license? Why would you ever buy a half a million dollar house when if it was 3% you're keeping, that's $15,000 depending on what your commission is, your company, it shouldn't be 50, 60, 70. I don't care if it's 12 grand, nine grand. Would that help you in your business? Of course it would. What's a real estate course? I don't know. I I think it was a couple hundred bucks when I took it. I don't know what it is. Sure as hell ain't nine grand, but you don't have your license. Why would you pay anybody to do that? And then when you do sell it eventually, you get paid again. Then you'll also have the ability to have the research. You want to have multiple ways to make money in the exact same industry. And if you're working with people, you need to become a meaningful specific in their lives and provide value, which makes them want to work with you. But it's, it, it, it's the, it's what gets everybody excited. I had the opportunity years ago to do this in Orlando and dude, I'm not dumb. Like I'm smart. I got it. I don't, complaint i don't i have no problem telling us marks so i'm not stupid like take tests don't study for them do really well do all standardized tests kicked ass in those i'm not dumb and i said dude look at how much land's available look at the construction they're gonna saturate this thing there's so much building that can still be done and they're gonna be renting them for nothing i'm not doing it we'll make money for a few years And then we'll wish we didn't. And the value of the house goes down significantly because now I got to sell a residential house in a neighborhood that's all Airbnbs. Would you want to live there? Like the town I live in, you can't Airbnb your place. That gives you more value in the residential market. Do you want to have neighbors or do you want to have 72 neighbors over the course of a year? Partying, hanging out, getting drunk, playing music, being assholes. I'm not saying everybody does that, but they're on vacation. That's what you're supposed to do when you're on vacation. But you're trying to live your life. Like, you got work and kids got school, depending on what your situation is. You know what I mean? You got a dog. You got, like, life. You don't want to have cars blocking your driveway. You don't want to do any of that kind of stuff. You just don't. So it's getting people to understand that concept. So you have to decide, A, do your research. B, take a step back. And think. And if you can't, if you're not getting clarity, find somebody that has experience. Ask them. Get online. Do research. Make phone calls. Call local people. Call realtors. Go to the subdivisions. Drive around. Walk around. Meet people. When I went to buy multifamily houses, I would drive to the neighborhood, and I'd I'd go at like 5 p.m., check it out, walk around, and see people just, but I would go at like midnight. I remember one day the guy's like, dude, I'll save the house for $30,000. I was like, dude, it's a three family house. It's not that bad a condition. I don't know the area that well. You know, I knew it wasn't a great area. Went at five o'clock, saw some people. I was like, Yeah, a little shaky. I went at midnight and I was like, there ain't no cops for four blocks. I've seen the people around. I carry a gun Always. So, like, I ain't trying to bother nobody, but if they try to bother me, I carry a gun. I shoot well. You know what I mean? I got plenty of ammo. Um, I'm not trying to hurt anybody. And I leave that area and stop at the gas station to get something at now 1230 at night. It's a cop there. And I said, what do you think about this area, like this area of town? I'm not from here. And he said, I think when you drive through it, you should never stop and keep going. It's small, violent and really tough to live in. And I said, I looked at a house up the street for $30,000. He said, it's $30,000 overpriced, and I'm not in the real estate business. And I was like, cool. There was my research. Pretty good research. I didn't buy it. stayed on forever. Dude I knew bought it for nothing. He didn't do very well in the business. Ended up going to foreclosure. I think it sold at auction for nothing. I mean, like, it wasn't worth anything. He couldn't get anybody to stay in there and rent. He couldn't collect rent. It was... (laughs) So it's doing, that's basic research, making phone calls, getting in your car, going and seeing people. People tend to talk to you, ask around. If there's a, a clubhouse there or a gate or maintenance, ask those people. How many of these people are, do you know are a lot of Airbnb? How do they work? Like just start, you have to think for yourself. Don't get caught up in this wave that you're going to get rich. And by the way, most people that are doing that are not, they ain't rich and they Things come in cycles. Early is good always. Early is good and great when you can get in and then sell and make your money and get out. Buy the right stock at the right time. It explodes. You sell. Life is good. You all might have played with crypto or not. I didn't. I've told you a million reasons why I didn't. Fine, you got in, coin, boom, pop, sold. Life is good. Good for you. When you're holding a tangible asset and it's not, or liability and it's not doing what you want it to do as your income's coming down so is the value of that asset and now it gets to the point where it's like because it's purely a rental it's purely an Airbnb, it's purely a cash maker allegedly so the more that comes down now you're like i was in here and it's come down below here and I, I i can't sell here i won't get my money back and then it's worth this let's get up here it's worth this and then i can't sell there i get my money back then it's worth this then you get down here and you're like, I gotta sell. I I I I'm panicking. I gotta sell. You sell. So just be careful. Um, again, it, it 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 there are a lot of people made made some quick money, found some good spots in certain areas where there is a very high demand and very little supply. Now, when they sell those, they you have to pay because there's very high demand for those. Um, do your research, call around, figure out what makes sense for you. And I just, and I can give you communities all over the country. I've seen this with in Airbnb and there are some very good ones, where there's just not much. But again, it's not like, Oh, I didn't get in. I'm not, I'm not going to do well. Part of that's true. I didn't get in early. I'm not going to do well. Dude. That's okay to acknowledge that you can miss waves on things. It's okay. I have people that bragged to me, they bought a car and they put it on Turo and they make 200 bucks a month. And I'm just like, cool. I I don't even have anything to say. I'm like, it sounds good. Yeah. I mean, I do that every time. It's like, okay. Like, there's insurance and they, well, they treat your car and then like you got to still got to talk to them about it. And it's $200. I just, I, I, whatever. I just like, I'm just, you got to start thinking big and you gotta be real smart about what you're doing. Um, but I just think it's, you'll watch as it'll be something else in three, four five years. And if you're in early, you might do pretty well for a minute. But again, remember all the people are, the thing I never forgot was supply and demand. Always. That's always my research. What is the demand? What's the current supply? And what do I anticipate the supply to be in the next year two, five? What is that anticipation for me? And if I have that, I feel real good about the value. So I hope this helps. hope it gets you thinking. You should be nervous when you do it. You should be doing your due diligence. You should be asking around. And you don't always have to follow the crowd. It doesn't necessarily get you rich. And then there's these, these, these Airbnb arbitrage that I'm in on it kind of. And I own part of this apartment. It's like, dude, it, it's, it rents for 200 bucks a night. What do you mean you own part of it? Like, what are you doing? Like you don't do well chasing crumbs. It doesn't work. So hope this makes sense. I, I appreciate jump on like share, subscribe, send it to a friend of yours. If you're like, he's going to go ahead and get rich Airbnb, send it to him. If he goes, Sean's dumb, that's fine. I I can handle that comment like subscribe we need your help always and again i always am ridiculously appreciative of any time you spend listening to me talk about what we're doing here and punch me in the face